Welcome back to another episode of Kicking It With Coach Red, where we bring you all the news, stories, takes, and opinions about your favorite teams from the Pacific North Fresh, from the good to the bad to the Mariners. The Mariners, baby. Back to their winning ways. They're back. After a little stumble in in the series finale to the Cardinals, come on top against the reigning National League champion Phillies. Yeah. With... With uh, super dad power, Marco Gonzalez just uh, having back to back very good starts. <laughs> yeah, he's killing it. But this isn't a week to talk very in depth about baseball. It is time for the NFL draft. The NFL draft. Ooh. And we've done four mock ups. So four mock drafts so far and this is going to be our best one yet predicted um we'll end up next week doing a breakdown on the amount of players we got right the teams drafting players if we got that right it's going to be action-packed recap but before we dive into this mock draft why don't i tell you a little bit about us if you are looking for a guy that is a mock draft maven. I've probably seen 300 mock drafts total or played around with some of my own. So if you're looking for a guy that might not be employed to look at the NFL draft, but probably has as much knowledge as any fan out there, you might be looking for a boy like me, your boy, Coach Red, a boy like me. I'm a man. <laughs> Get it right. I'm a man. You can find me on Twitter at the real coach red on Instagram at the real underscore coach red. Also find the video over on YouTube search, kicking it with coach red, like subscribe, hit the bell notification, leave a comment or two and on this episode. Uh, YouTube, it'll be out on uh, Wednesday morning. So give you a little bit of time to peruse it, drop your predictions for the mock draft in the comments. Let's see your mocks out there or, Give it to us over on Twitter. If you're looking for a guy that is dialed in, he's been listening to all the chatter. This guy, (laughs) if he was working for a government agency, he would be deep undercover because he is, he is in on these phone calls. Not literally, but figuratively. And that's your boy (laughs) lefty France. What up, peeps? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France, on Instagram at the France 13 Go over and follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Red Pod. Follow us, follow us, follow us. Do it, freaking do it. All right. Let's dive right in. Pick one. Diving. Uh, I don't even have to ask. I know. I know we have to say what, uh, what the mascots are. Yeah. I'll just don't even have to ask. Pick one, the Carolina Panthers. Pick one are going quarterback. Bryce Young, University of Alabama, Crimson Tide. I think the only downside to Bryce Young is he does not have the size that you would like at the quarterback position, and he doesn't have elite arm talent. He's probably the best processor 
out of all the quarterbacks and being on time. He has functional athletic ability. He rides the pocket. The height could be a concern, but with the projects and toolsy guys that Carolina has run out there since Cam Newton hit his slide, I think that Bryce Young is a bang-up pick, very cerebral, very good guy to take over this revamped offense by Frank Reich and company. Yeah. Pick number two, lefty. Where are the Houston Texans going? They're going back to Alabama. Uh, edge defender Will Anderson Jr. out of Alabama, the Crimson Tide. Uh, I like this pick because the Texans are in a kind of rebuild position right now. Their roster is better than we thought it was. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I think they're moving away from the quarterback position and going to strengthen up that defensive line. Will Anderson Jr. is the perfect guy to do that for you. So I really like this pick. All right, pick three is not the Arizona Cardinals. This is our first trade of the mock draft season. <laughs> we got trade. a trade. And I think uh, with this trade, you have the Tennessee Titans moving up from pick 11 to pick three. And also, I'm going to throw in a caveat because I saw this on Bleacher Report, and I thought this was a phenomenal idea. The Cardinals are trying to get out from the DeAndre Hopkins contract. You throw him in this trade. It's two birds, one stone for the Titans because we have him going quarterback, C.J. Stroud, the Ohio State. I think that with reports coming out that Malik Willis is not anywhere with what they expected. I think C.J. Stroud gives you a prototypical size, a guy that's played extremely well in college. I'm a little nervous by the Ohio State quarterback. Uh, I'm I'm trying to think of a good word for it, but the mystique around them, how they haven't really panned out super well in the NFL. But I think C.J. Stroud, he's getting pushed down boards. They said he had bad testing and – But I think this is just too good of a guy. I think he's a higher ceiling, Ryan Tannehill. I think that could work for this team. And if you can – they're going to have to give up major draft capital, multiple firsts to go up and get him. But if you can also net DeAndre Hopkins with this deal, that's a good guy to pair with Traylon Burks down there. And I think this would be advantageous for both teams. Yeah, I agree. The Indianapolis Colts, lefty, where are we going? They're going to Kentucky, the Wildcats, uh, going quarterback Will Levis. Uh, Like you were saying earlier, the Colts love Will Levis. Um, I think he's locked in here. I did see some reports where he could potentially go first, but I think Bryce Young is – I'm not buying that smoke. Yeah, that's a hot take, so – yeah, I think the Colts are going quarterback Will Levis. They need a quarterback right now. Um, Will Levis is a guy that can come in and start from the get-go. So that's where they're going. All right, pick number five, your Seattle Seahawks. Seahawks. Oh, going down to Georgia. Georgia. 
getting a bulldog, Jalen Carter, and they're welcome to the week of the NFL draft. Half the people that I see reporting say either Jalen Carter is a lock to be taken at number five, and the other half of the people say that he is off Seattle's draft board. Oh, God. It, it's crazy, but I think the talent's there. I think that this is – if the off-field issues weren't there, this is a home run. I think this fits with what they did last year. Their biggest hole and the biggest position value with their first pick was Charles Cross because they needed to fill the hole at tackle. I think that with your defensive line going through transition where none of the starters are currently on this team from last year uh, along that defensive line, I think Jalen Carter gives you the opportunity to be that nose or kind of that edge guy in their three, four front and, the dude's a beast. I've I've also seen people saying there hasn't been a more dominant defensive tackle since Indomitian Sue. Jeez. Yeah, get Jalen Carter up here to the Pacific North Fresh. Yeah, exactly. Get him up here. All right, pick number six, going to Detroit, the Lions. They're going cornerback out of Illinois, the fighting Illini, Devin Witherspoon. Uh Really like this pick. He brings such a good dynamic to the defense and the cornerback position and can just step in and contribute to the Detroit Dannys. And, yeah, I think he fits in great with Dan Campbell and that Lions defense. So, yeah, hard nose. I think the thing that the part of his game that I like the most is his ability to fill in the run game. And for a Dan Campbell-led team, he wants people getting their nose in there, and yeah, he'll do it from the cornerback position. Yes, sir. Yes, he will. Pick number seven, the Las Vegas Raiders. Going to Florida, getting themselves a Gator. We talked about this in the last one, Anthony Richardson. <clears throat> Jimmy G., Great placeholder guy, I think. He's been in the yeah. system with Joshy Boy, but I think that Anthony Richardson has the tools. And I also read his uh, Players' Tribune write-up about his path to the NFL. And I think the kid's got a very good head on his shoulders. He's has a, He has a lot of things to clean up, and I think that having a guy in front of him will help. I think that Anthony Richardson – has everything and more that you want to see in a quarterback. And I think that he can develop into a Josh Allen type player. He has that type of potential. And I think that Joshy boy McDaniels would love a Josh Allen type player on this Raiders team going forward for their future. Yes, I completely agree. Jimmy G's not the guy. No, not for long. He He ain't it fam. Not for long. (laughs) <laughs> NFL. 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 Pick number eight, Atlanta Falcons. Lefty, where are they going? I think we've had this guy here a couple times with the Falcons, but we're going edge defender Tyree Wilson out of Texas Tech, the Red Raiders. Um, He's a great guy that's going to be able to go in and stuff the run, get to the quarterback cause havoc in the backfield and that's something that the falcons lacked last year 
the year and before. Year before, yeah, exactly. Year before, so, yeah, year before, <laughs> and again and again and again. Um, but yeah, he's gonna be a great fit for the Falcons, and I think he'll go in and obviously, honestly, be a huge piece for them as in his rookie year. So, Tyree Wilson. Pick number eight, the Chicago Bears. Nine, right? Oh, yeah, nine. Nine. Good call. <laughs> Pick number nine. Uh, number nine. Peter Skaronsky, Northwestern Wildcat. And Skaronsky, going into the year, was seen as the best technician. I think he comes out of it as the top technician. There are concerns with arm length overall. But I think that he's a guy that will give you versatility along the line because I think that he could play guard or tackle. You just want to get your best five on the field. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Put a line around Justin Fields to see yeah. if he is your guy. And you, this is a big prove-it year for me for Fields. They've given him weapons. And I think that a lot of this draft will be spent on the defensive side, but getting an offensive lineman early to make sure he can stay upright is going to be key. And that will be determining whether he's the guy going forward or if he gets traded in the off season and you're looking at possibly Caleb Williams, Williams or Drake may in this team next year. Yeah. All right. Pick number 10, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going to Pittsburgh, getting Kalaji Kansi, Pittsburgh Panthers, uh, defensive lineman. This guy's going to go in, just be a big body dude. Um, not the tallest guy, if I can remember, but nope. super fast for his size. And yeah, he's just going to be a run stuffer. Um, could also get to the quarterback get some sacks for the Eagles. I really like this pick because uh, the Eagles defense has kind of diminished after this offseason. So um, getting Clyde you can't see on, in, on your defensive line is a step in the right direction. And when we were looking at that roster as a whole, he's going to be paired next to Jordan Davis. Yeah. That's so much athleticism. Yeah, it is. In, in your interior defensive line. And when you were trotting out, you know, Indominus Sue and Linval Joseph, who were in the twilights of their career signing deals in season because they yeah. saw the trajectory the Eagles were on. Now going from two elder statesmen to two young bucks. Yep. Woo. The young bucks. All right, pick number 11. This will be part of the trade. It is the Arizona Cardinals, and they are going to Oregon, the Ducks, for Christian Gonzalez. And looking at their roster construction, they've lost some cornerbacks in recent times, most recent being Byron Murphy, who kind of slot fit, figured into a slot corner. Rich Gannon coming in, being the defensive coordinator of the Eagles. I know that he likes to get after the quarterback. And I think that because you had James Bradbury and Darius Slay and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson 
and a very high level defensive backfield that helped out quite a bit. Yeah. Christian Gonzalez is a bananas fit for this team. Super athletic, probably the most versatile guy between zone and man coverage. And especially if Buda Baker is going to be on this team, it's a great guy to learn from. And I think that this was a phenomenal value to get a guy like Christian Gonzalez at 11. Yeah. Really good pick at 11. All right. Pick number 12, going back to Houston. They're going to win wide receiver. Jackson Smith and Jigba out of Ohio State, the Buckeyes. Um, even though they didn't go quarterback in pick two, they could still use a threat at the wide receiver position. And Jackson Smith and Jigba is that guy. He's going to be a deep threat guy. Um, could honestly step in and be their wide receiver one. And yeah, I mean, I think this is something that the Texans lacked last year and previous years, too. So ever since really D-Hop left, I think they have haven't had the best wide receiver core and got to start fresh and grab Jackson Smith and Jigba. And we tried really hard to get Jackson Smith and Jigba to go pick 13 to the Packers just as a big middle finger to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Like, we haven't drafted a wide receiver <laughs> in the first round in uh, like 21 years, but we're going to do it now. You're welcome, Aaron. No, yep. but we are going to go pass catcher and we're going Michael Mayer, tight end, Notre Dame, the fighting Irish. There's been a lot of buzz with Dalton Kincaid rising, but he hasn't been the healthiest guy out there. And he just barely, I think like two weeks ago, finally got a full clean bill of health, but I think with Michael Mayer, he gives you good versatility. You do have Jordan Love as an athletic quarterback. He's going to run the ball a little bit. You have a two-headed monster in A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. And you have an emerging wide receiver core with Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson. Go ahead and give me Michael Mayer, who, if I want to compare him to someone, I almost say like Zach Ertz a little bit. I like that. Yeah, I like that comparison Just a lot. being a great safety valve because you have the boomer bust with Christian Watson. Romeo Dubs' hands weren't the best in the world. Michael Mayer gives you a safety valve but also helps you out in the run game and helps you be a more complete team. And what should be a, a little bit more of a toss-up in the NFC North than it has been in years past. Yeah. Pick 14 – the New England Patriots. They're going cornerback Deontay Banks out of Maryland. The Terrapins, I believe it is. Um, yeah, I think this is a, a position that the Patriots have been lacking uh, since Gilmore left. Gilmore and J.C. Jackson. J- yep, that's right. Uh, One so of their yeah, starters is Miles Bryant right now who was like a fifth rounder out of UW, who was who's good at UW, but not great. He's penciled in as a starter right now. Yeah. So that shows that they should probably go with a cornerback. Um, and Deontay Banks is a perfect guy for that. Quick guy, can lock down receivers, um, get some picks for him. So 
Deontay Banks, cornerback. Pick 15, the New York Jets going to the Ohio State, a Buckeye, Paris Johnson Jr., getting the number two tackle in our mind off the board here with the question marks with Mekhi Becton and the age concern of Dwayne Brown. I think that Paris Johnson gives you a good person as injury insurance or as a starter right now, maybe bumping someone inside, but he gives you hope for the future because Mekhi Becton and I believe Dwayne Brown are both on the last year of their deals. So doing so, you put yourself in a pretty decent spot here. And this is a high quality guy that has been a first round lock uh, since the, the beginning of the draft cycle, which started, you know, right after the NFL draft last year, he's been a guy yep. that's been seen as a first round pick uh, the whole time. Yes, sir. All right. This one's going to be a fun one because we actually dove a little bit deeper on the commanders, looked at their entire roster. And I think we might've found them just sleeper, good player for this team. Yeah. Lefty, what are the commanders doing a pick 16? They're going edge defender, Miles Murphy out of Clemson, the Tigers, um, with Chase Young being injury prone, uh, going Miles Murphy on the edge is huge for him, really. They need a guy that can be a reliable, healthy option for him. And if Chase Young does stay healthy consistently, those two could be very dangerous very dangerous and it's yeah a sleepy good pick for him so i like miles murphy at 16 to the commanders pick number 17 the pittsburgh steelers in the previous mocks i think every single time we (laughs) have mocked a cornerback to him and most of the time it was joey porter jr yep We're going to mix it up a little bit here because we did a little bit deeper dive on the Steelers. And with that, we are going tackle Broderick Jones out of Georgia, the Bulldogs. Their left tackle is a guy that I've never even heard of. That's not good news. And when you looked at their corner room, their corner room wasn't that bad. You had uh, Patrick Peterson, Keela Witherspoon, and a few other pieces, Mike Hilton or Mike Hinton still in the slot there. So not as big a pressing area as that offensive line with Kenny Pickett going into year two and you've got uh, Najee in the backfield yeah. and Pat Fryermuth. I think that making sure that Kenny Pickett has time to, to do some things because he does have the mobility. I think Project Jones is going to help this team immensely right off the rip. So yeah. We mixed it up on this one, but I like our reasoning. Yeah. Got to keep them all, keep the listeners on their toes. You were expecting Joey Porter Jr. Oh, yeah. But you came for the Joey Porter Jr., but you stayed for the Broderick Jones. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Pick number 18, Detroit. They are going tight end out of Utah, the Utes, Dalton Kincaid. Uh, with TJ Hawkinson leaving or – going to Minnesota that just opened a huge hole for 
the tight end position and Jared Goff does like to use his tight ends as a security blanket. So going and getting Dalton Kincaid would be huge for that offense. Their wide receivers are actually pretty dang good. Um, when they're on the field, not suspended. Yeah, for gambling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes, I think Dalton Kincaid here fits the Det- Detroit Lions and can help that offense out. The other thing, too, is no other franchise drafts tight ends as early in the draft as the Detroit Lions. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you had Eric Ebron, you had TJ Hawkinson, all were top 10 picks. Yeah. So getting a guy like Dalton Kincaid at 18 is no stretch of the imagination. For no, not at all. All right, pick number 19, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We've said this before. They're, they're a tough team to really mock for it. Yeah. I could see Hendon Hooker going to this spot, but we weren't ready to jump on that just yet. Shaquille Barrett has been a very solid player for this team for a while, but he's not getting any younger, and they don't really have a good succession plan there. Let's go to Georgia. Get us a bulldog, Nolan Smith. I think this guy is bananas good, and (laughs) he comes off an injury, but the defensive staff and players on that Georgia Bulldog team said he was the heart of that defense that was a stunner all year, and – He's a guy that can split some reps early on, keep him and Shaq Barrett fresh, and eventually take over that role going forward for this team. I I don't think we could have passed on him here. It was I wanted him to get to the Seahawks pick, but yeah. I think that we just sat there like that's too too good of a fit. It is too good of a fit for the Bucks. All right, pick number twenty, the Seattle Seahawks. Your Seattle Seahawks. Yours. Your Seattle Seahawks are selecting edge rusher uh, out of Iowa, the Hawkeyes, Lucas Van Ness, uh, Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. Uh, This is huge with going defensive line at five for Jalen Carter and then going edge with Lucas Van Ness. That is that's going to make your defense a lot better than it was last year. And I think Seattle fans are going to be very, very happy with those two picks. So, I mean, he just something that the Hawks need and he's the guy for it. So, so if we're going player comps, like obviously people are going to get top end player comps. So we already talked about Jalen Carter's player comp being in Dominican Sioux coming out yeah. of college. A lot of people said player comp for Lucas Van Ness. J.J. Watt on yeah. the top end. We like to hear that. <laughs> Love to hear that comparison. Yeah, I'll take that. Uh, imagine <laughs> imagine Lucas Van Ness working in a rotation with Jaron Reed oh on the edge gosh. position, and then you bump Jaron Reed to give Jalen Carter a blow, and then you've got Draymond Jones, <laughs> and uh, – and Darrell Taylor coming at you. Yeah. Quarterbacks so. beware. Yeah. We aren't the Buccaneers. But dang, they're coming <laughs> after that booty. <laughs> <laughs> that booty. 
All right, pick 21, uh, the L.A. Chargers. Hook'em horns, Texas Longhorn, Bijan Robinson finally comes off the board. I've seen him potentially going as high as 10. I think this is just a logical spot for him. You're looking at the Chargers not wanting to pay another high-priced contract to Austin Eckler and him requesting a trade. That hasn't worked out yet. Could happen on draft day. Could be accelerated, especially if they pick Bijan Robinson in the first. Yeah. So this this a uh, do it all back. Uh, I believe I was looking at this earlier today in his last two years at Texas between rushing and receiving 37 total TDs uh, clocked in in two years at about 2,800 yards rushing and about 500 yards receiving is a do it all back. Most complete guy coming out since Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Pick number 22, the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like I always get this guy, no matter where we have Matt. But they're going cornerback out of Penn State, the Nittany Lions. JPJ, Joey Porter Jr. Um, Yeah, I think this is a position that the Ravens could really use right now. Uh, But Humphreys left, correct? No, Peters. Peter, that's right. Marcus Peters is gone. Um, Pairing so, him with Kyle Hamilton and having yeah. Marlon Humphreys on the other side. Like Two, that. Hamilton's young and Joey Porter's young. So that's could be a little iffy, but I mean, both those guys are studs and are going to be, could be a great duo at corner for the Ravens for a long time. I was hoping you were going to say Kyle Hamilton's young, Joey Porter Jr.'s young, and that makes them younger than young. most. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, most defensive backfields, <laughs> running mates. Keeps them young. Like it. Pick 23, the Minnesota Vikings, another Hendon Hooker spot, but we are not going Hendon Hooker. When we looked at this wide receiver room after Adam Thielen is out the door, it is slim pickings after – Justin Jefferson. Uh, Justin Jefferson. So we went to get a Boston College Eagle, Zay Flowers. I think his game would be so complimentary to Justin Jefferson. You're looking at a guy that is a yak monster and is going to patrol that slot for you, get those yards after the catch, work the middle, and could really open up some holes when you're running some crossers with Flowers and Jefferson because they both can run that middle of the field. I, this yeah. this is a very good guy to bring in to replace Adam. Yeah. He's a yeah, he's is. been a riser for sure. Yep. Pick number twenty four, Jacksonville Jaguars. They're going tackle out of Tennessee. Uh, why am I but drawing a blank on the Vols? Sorry, Volunteer. volunteers. Um, if you Darnell Wright, that, he could have. Good lord, this one was tough. <laughs> uh, they're going to tackle Darnell Darnell Wright out of Tennessee, the Volunteers. Um, this is something a position that they're kind of lacking right now. Um, Walker could be Little a, is their yeah. starting right tackle, and Cam Robinson. I was so surprised when they signed Cam Robinson to that long term deal. I know. It's shocking. 
think it was more of a name type thing, big name guy. I think they um, just weren't sure what else they could get. It's like the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. Yeah. And Darnell Wright's been even like I think Mel Kuyper Jr.'s had him mocked a lot higher. And I think it gives you the possibility where you could bump Walker Little potentially inside the guard where you're a little bit more lacking. But Osiris Torrance wasn't giving me my jollies at pick 24. Yeah. But yeah, and Darnell Wright's a good good filling guy to protect Trevor Lawrence. Um, other than that, I mean, they didn't have many weaknesses on offense. Not so, glaring holes, for sure. Yeah. So going tackle here is, is nice. All right, pick 25, the New York Giants. If you're looking for a Brian Dayball pick, this could be it. It is hands down the biggest position of need on this team. Going to Minnesota, getting yourself a golden gopher, John Michael Schmidt, center to anchor this team for years to come. And he's probably, he might not be the most athletic center that's out of this draft, but he's probably the most complete. Great anchor. And it's a guy that I pray falls to pick number five in the second round. Yeah. But I mean, this was too good of an opportunity to pass up. There wasn't a guy in the wide receiver. And plus when we looked at the wide receiver room for the giants, they had like 40 of them. And a lot of them, none of them are top tier guys, but I don't think at this point in the draft, after you get past, you know, Jackson Sith and Jigbo is seen as the top tier guy. And then tier two, Zay Flowers and Jordan Addison. Jordan Addison didn't give me too much separation from what was already on this team to want to add another guy with a similar yeah. skill set. Let's go ahead and address the biggest weakness on this team. It could be a reach and value, but this has Brian Dable written all over it. Oh, yeah. I right, pick number yes, 26, the Dallas Cowboys. They're going running back Jameer Gibbs, Alabama Crimson Tide. With Zeke no longer being part of the team, it's Tony Pollard. And the Cowboys love to run a committee in the backfield. So might as well grab Jameer Gibbs. Guy's a stud. Um, Showed up, showed out at Alabama. And... I think he's a great fit for what the Cowboys offense likes to do. And he could be Tony Pollard 2.0 type guy. So kind of a no brainer here, honestly, but yeah. And I've seen like, he's been rocketing up boards in the last week or two. And I've even seen some people out there that are saying that Jameer Gibbs has passed Bijan Robinson as running back number one. I think that those people are drunk. So cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Go home. You're drunk. All right. Pick 27, the Buffalo bills. Not a lot of holes on this roster. I've seen a lot of yeah. linebackers getting mocked here, but we're going to mix it up because there was an area that we weren't, super secure on and i know that i just bashed him a little bit in my last pick but jordan addison wide receiver usc trojans imagine him coming on his team with stefan diggs and gabe, gabe davis, davis because yeah. the next the next guy is uh boys state kid shaquille 
or Shakur. Shakir. Yeah, Shakur. Yeah, yeah. Uh, give me Jordan Addison because <laughs> there's been rumblings that apparently Stefan Diggs may or may not want out. I don't buy into that. I think eventually he does want to go to the Cowboys and play with his brother. Um, Trayvon Diggs. So Stefan it's to uh, mentor Jordan Addison, who said it once, said it before. Great year last year at USC, but an even better year with Kenny Pickett was the Bolitnikoff winner as the top wide receiver in college uh, the year before that. So Buffalo Bills offense getting a little bit scarier. Yeah. Dangerous. All right. Pick number 28, the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going safety out of Alabama, the Crimson Tide, Brian Branch. Um, he's kind of fallen a little bit on the mock draft boards, but him at, in Cincinnati could be huge for that defense. Brian Branch is a guy that's a hard-hitting dude and can make plays right away for any defense he's on, and I think the Bengals could really use that. I think he's a good guy to pair with their first-round pick last year, Dax Hill, because they're mm-hmm. both versatile guys, and you can even run Brian Branch as a slot corner as well. I think you do the same yeah. thing with Dax Hill. There's a lot of versatility there where you could run multiple coverages by – you don't know who's going to be in the box in a certain play. Sure. And I think that's uh, that's big for the Bengals who run multiple defenses throughout the course of the game. Huge. All right, pick Huge. 29 – the New Orleans Saints going to Iowa State, getting himself a cyclone, Will McDonald the fourth. And I will say this, I can say this with 99% certainty. I think that he's going to be drafted higher than Will McDonald the third. Because I've never heard of Will McDonald the third. <laughs> <laughs> but with the Saints, a sneaky hole with them is Edge. You've got Cam Jordan, who is not getting younger and still producing at a high level, but your other starting end right now is Carl Granderson. Doesn't give me a whole lot of hope. They swung and miss on Marcus Davenport. His rookie contract ran out. And this is a guy that has a little less project in him. He's a guy that has been slowly climbing up mop boards. I think in our last draft, we had him at 31 and he comes a few picks higher I just think that he's a solid player that's going to be able to make an impact on a team that we've said where the NFC South is going to be a little bit up for grabs. And I think it's going to come down to little things. I think Will McDonald can do those little things and learn from what should be a Hall of Famer in Cam Jordan. Definitely. All right, pick number 30, the Philadelphia Eagles. They're going guard out of Florida, the Gators, Osiris Torrance. Um with Jason Kelsey getting older, um, they could move Landon Dickerson to center and then fill in Osiris at guard for him. I think you can start from right now because it was yeah. like Seo Famua or Mayo Falua. Oh, I'm, not, yeah. I'm very bad with Polynesian names, but yeah. he, got, he got the bag to go elsewhere. And I think that Osiris, if you're looking for a team that wants to tote the rock, Go to Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. So, great pick for him at 30. Honestly, it could be huge for him, and they 
could use a guard with what's his butt <laughs> um, going elsewhere. <laughs> the pronunciation was better try. than mine. Yeah. Not even going to try it. Speaking of pronunciation, with pick 31, Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs go to Kansas State uh, Wildcats in getting Felix Anudike Uzama. And this is another guy that's that been a riser uh, as the draft cycle has gone along. Kansas State team that was actually played well above what you expected a Kansas State team to year in, year out was a very solid team. And I think that when you look at the Chiefs, you're looking at a spot where they have Chris Jones still on the team. You have George Karlaftis, who they drafted early last year. But with losing Frank Clark, going and getting yourself another edge rusher to continue to pressure the quarterback is great. We looked at wide receiver here, but I think that you can get those value type wide receivers in the second and third round, especially with us only taking three, 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 <laughs> especially with us taking three <laughs> wide receivers in the first round. Oh my God. And that's our mock draft. Yeah. <laughs> and on the high note there. We tried to be as predictive as we could. We want to try and get as many guys in the first round that we think are actually going to be drafted there. And we even looked at this draft ourselves. And even though Kane could not be on this draft with us, we asked for best and worst picks. So we'll go ahead and start with his. Uh, I'm going to guess why he said these on some of them because he didn't really give me answers. He just told me his favorite <laughs> pick and his least favorite pick. So his favorite pick was Jackson Smith and Jigba to the Texans. And I think that it's huge because you trade away Brandon cooks. You've got Robert Woods. You got Nico Collins on this roster, yeah. but you're trying to set yourself up to insert a quarterback, whether that could be at the, early part of the second round with Hendon Hooker on the board or giving uh, Davis a little bit more time or Davis Mills a little bit more time to with a new with a new scheme new head coach giving him one last chance where you could be setting yourself up to take quarterback next year or potentially later in this draft his least favorite pick was Christian Gonzalez to the Cardinals at pick number 11 after the trade and i do have reasoning on this one he said i think that the cardinals have bigger areas of need and that's what he said <laughs> we'll leave it at that who is your uh favorite pick and least favorite pick on the draft board my favorite pick is jordan addison at 27 to the bills um that that team as a whole didn't have many spots to fill, but to get Jordan Addison as a wide receiver three for a gunslinging Josh Allen um, is just even scarier for the bill for opponents against the bills. Um, Yeah, he can just, I think he can come in and make huge plays for him, open up uh, Diggs and Gabe Davis and getting him that late in the first round is pretty nice. And my least favorite is 
John Michael Schmitz to the Giants. Um, don't have a ton of reasoning behind it. It's just doesn't it's get reach. me. Yeah, doesn't get give me my jollies. Um, but yes, like you said, it is a value reach. So could work out for the the Giants, but just wasn't wasn't my favorite. All right, my favorite and least favorite. I'll start with my least favorite, so I'm not a favorite. Um, my least favorite was Darnell Wright to Jacksonville. Just because don't know how they feel about Walker Little and Cam Robinson. I think that Darnell Wright is a great talent to go onto this team. They just don't have those glaring needs where the needs match the value at the point. So we took best player available here. Do yeah. I think that it necessarily fits what they're trying to do? I don't know. And that's why it was my least favorite pick because this has been the toughest spot to pick the entire draft cycle because the Jacksonville Jaguars made such a vast improvement over the last year when you saw Trevor Lawrence taking that step forward when you see Travis Etienne, a healthy Travis Etienne. Oh, and not to mention, you know, Christian Kirk playing up to his contract value, which none of us saw. And then yeah. ah, well, we might as well uh, throw in Calvin Ridley off suspension onto this yeah. team. So not a lot of holes, but I think that he would be a good piece but I don't know how Jacksonville – I don't know if this would be the right pick on draft day for us. For sure. And then my favorite pick, it's the exact opposite of Kane's, which I wish he was here so we could battle it out. <laughs> Christian Gonzalez at pick 11, 11 is yeah. great value. You have uh, Gannon going in. He was the defensive coordinator for the Eagles who had an immaculate, immaculate defensive backfield. And – that led to a lot of pressure because they do have a lot of good sack artists on the Eagles, but you have to look at the two ways to build defense. You can go after elite edge rushers that will get to the quarterback that will help in help your coverage guys out and create interceptions, or your guys are so sticky in coverage that it will then lead to pressure from your defensive line. And I think the value is just too good there. And, that show me other glaring holes for the Cardinals. There's a lot They're, Yeah, I think they're in a rebuild and they're doing that with franchise quarterback, Kyler Murray. You know, Definitely. they've got, they've got their quarterback. He's been signed to a long-term extension. They're trying to get, a, get his number one weapon out of there in this option. We traded that number one weapon. Go ahead and give me a guy where we can set this team up to the strengths of the coach that we brought in and Going and getting a guy in the defensive backfield might just convince Buda Baker it might be a good idea to stay. Yeah. No, I I do like that Christian Gonzalez pick. Suck it, Kane. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go. Let's go wrap it up for this episode here. Next week, look out for another Mariners episode. We are just with with it being draft season and me taking time off and not really having good times to drop episodes because I can't bring my uh, not laptop in it, if you will. Yeah. So <laughs> a little difficult to bring tower monitor other stuff to upload episodes. We're just doing one this week. 
but it's one of the biggest events of the year, especially in the sporting world. No other draft gets the coverage that the NFL draft does. So yep. we're giving that to you. If you want to let us know how we did, drop your predictions as well. Go ahead and hit us up on social media. You can find me, Coach Red, at the real Coach Red on Twitter, at the real underscore Coach Red on Instagram. Hop on over to the YouTube page. Search Kicking It With Coach Red. Like, subscribe, hit the bell notifications. Leave your mock draft in there. Give us a thumbs up if you like it. And give us a thumbs down if you didn't. And I'm not expecting a lot of thumbs down, if nope. you know what I mean. Lefty France, where you at? Follow me on Twitter at Lefty France, on Instagram at DFrance13. Go over and follow the pod on Twitter and Instagram at Coach Red Pod. Follows, follows, follows. Do it, freaking do it. And as always, stay fresh. Stay fresh, peeps. Peace.